Guess I'm the only one cracking a beer. Welcome back. <laughs> Beards Watch Podcast, episode 204. Charleston number one podcast recorded in a basement. Still via Zoom because it seems like pandemic. Uh, Corona's COVID's coming back for round two on everybody. But as again, perfect time to get people who wouldn't normally be able to join, who are maybe out of town, out of state. But yes, before we get into introducing everybody, got to give a shout out to Vince for hitting us with our new logos. I've shown them to G, shown them to Duval. If you've seen our social medias, we got four new logos. Still deciding on how to put them on T-shirts, where to put what on social media, but weigh in if you, you know, of which one you like, and we'll be releasing new T-shirts and all that stuff soon. But it is me, Jero Nation. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jero Nation, the Beards Watch Podcast on Facebook, and let's see, YouTube as they see me rolling with our brew reviews, our beerio carts, and am I missing anything else? Like reaction, that. reaction videos, yeah. So follow us on all that Spotify, SoundCloud, iTunes, like, subscribe, all that good jazz. All right, now we'll pitch it out. It's been a couple weeks since we had uh, Duval and Jeeves on here, so we'll start with Duval, man. Duval, how you doing? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm sorry for the technical difficulties. Let's hope that it works. So you. Um, you know, just stand looking for me. Uh, my Twitter, Brad Versaball, Instagram, just people. Yeah, you're having some from some wild reasons. You're all in and out with your phone. I don't know if it's your phone. I don't know if it's your internet. I don't know what's going on, but hopefully you can it can shake it out. But all right, Jeeves, how you doing? Doing all right. Yeah. But uh. If you guys want to find me, it's Jeeves1988 all across the board. All right. All right. And then, so next guest married now, married in September. We've I've known Trent for, golly, since 2008, I guess. And he lived down in Charlotte for a couple years till he met the love of his life. Then they jumped around and lived in Charleston. Then now they live in Atlanta together. But Trent actually helped kind of start the podcast Helped, he uh, designed a website when he was making a career change, but also was on a, the first couple episodes here and there. So it's good to have you back, Trent. How you doing? Uh, good. I actually remind me, I, the website came up and I said, I'm not paying for it again. <laughs> <laughs> hey. I already got a job. Yeah. $100 off of that. I'm disappointed. Jesus here. I was hoping it's going to be you and Paul, but you know, that's <laughs> <laughs> Now that uh, G or Devon has a spotty connection, I guess it's going to be Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's why we always got to dial in a couple other backup guests just in case, you know, at one point I've had it where mine dropped out in the middle of a pod before people have dropped out. It's just technology. So, well, Trent, if you want to be found on social medias, where can you be found? Uh, what is it? Twitter is Trent Ain't Easy. That's about all I got. The website shut down, but I don't want to pay enough. <laughs> 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 yep. uh, that's, that's about it, though. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right, and the young lady you hear there is Trent's wife. We, yeah, again, we met her through Trent. Stevie, how you doing? No problem. Like I said, it's, it's, it's that time to branch out and get guests that wouldn't normally be able to come down since... You know, we're in weird times these days with the pandemic and everything going on. So, since you guys are in Atlanta, might as well have you on. Yeah, I'm very excited. I'm excited to hear what you guys experience too in Charlotte. Um, so, Charlotte, I'm going to start with you. Um, what is Charlotte? Um, yeah, TV, Booty, Twitter 11. A long way from episode three with Prince Hardware Story. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, you can. I forgot about that. You can go back to. Yeah, I think episode yeah episode three and Trent just shared a whole bunch of heartbreak stories and all that. So come a long way. That's 
201 episodes ago, Trey. <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much was he drinking during that episode? His first episode, I think he went through a six-pack, like, in 10 minutes because he was so nervous. And then he realized... Yeah. Then he realized it's just sitting around shooting the breeze like we always do, so it was no big deal. So, Well, Stevie, tell the people who may have never met you before a little bit about yourself, like kind of what do you do for work, some hobbies, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so I am um, born and raised in Stone Mountain, Georgia, a little bit outside of Atlanta. Took a win, moved to Charlotte, Noda, met Trent on a lovely, we uh, call it social media. Oh, Tinder day. Yeah, was it Tinder? <laughs> okay. Um, I'm currently a, so I am a development rep for a rehabilitation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, yeah, and this is this is Jerrianna thinking she can bring the Luke down here with no whining and fussing, but. <laughs> So, so you work at you rehabilitation center. You're a business developer. So, what kind of? If I have really no idea what that is, what is that for the for the dummies out there? Yeah. So I'm stationed. My territory is Atlanta South. So I've got the entire South state of Georgia, and I go out to hospitals and kind of let them know that we um, have a rehabilitation center for those who come in. Um, into the ERs and clinician offices, and we just Definitely. What interesting career? How did that? How did you get down that career path? Was that college? Is something you kind of always wanted, or? So, yeah, we'll get into it. You know, we're entering in X amount of months of pandemic, still kind of going crazy. But 36, 36 months. <laughs> it, it feels like it was just yesterday that we started the pandemic, but it also feels like it was two years ago. It's a weird mix of feelings here. You know what I mean? But for you guys down in Atlanta, I feel like were you guys one of the first cities to kind of self-quarantine and shut down? No, we were one of the last, one of the first to open. Oh, really? <laughs> Georgia, Georgia was, but no. Atlanta shut down before Georgia. Gotcha. Atlanta was absolutely one of the first to shut down. Georgia was actually the last state besides, I think, um... No, North Carolina hit it pretty hard. South Carolina was one of the last ones to shut down as well. Yeah. With Georgia. Yeah. Did South Carolina ever shut down? They shut down for like three weeks. <laughs> yeah, they open right back up. Yeah, I think Atlanta's a little bit more progressive. Yeah. In the rest of the state, so like like Trump was saying, we do have the international airport. They, you know, we had to shut down today, but the state of Georgia was wailing for this. Yeah. So. How are you guys feeling like right now? Like I know Trent's kind of said it a little bit. Stevie, this is like one of your greatest fears, right? Like the world, the global pandemic stuff, right? Yeah. Back on January 1st, posted on Facebook and I was like, this is it. This is the big one. Yeah. This is the big one. Yeah. And then it was like, well, we're doubters. And they really shut it down. And they were like, there's conspiracy theorists. And I was like, it's coming 
Yeah. I ordered masks like almost immediately back in January. Couldn't get them. So we're back and get some of the orders. Yeah. Got new ones. Yeah, no, I definitely had a very strong period of anxiety. Yeah. It was intense. And I think a lot of the patients that I served, it was intense for them too. And, and we had a really good room in March for substance use mental health. Um, it kind of proved it more concerned for us. And uh, just kind of dealing with their internal battle. Well, now we're here. The worst place to be is a hospital. But her job really going to every hospital in a Boston area, like in the middle of it. And like we can't get masks, and like her boss is actually in Philadelphia, like shipping hand sanitizer and stuff. And we couldn't get anything. And I was like, eventually they called it. Was like you literally are going to multiple hospitals. Like not going off every doctor's office, every metropolitan Atlanta city. <laughs> yeah. Keep going to. Luckily, I work from home, so everything's free for me. Yeah. But. What's funny is that I look at someone like that exposure therapy because she went to the point where she was like, we're all going to die. Like, we'll leave. <laughs> now, like, I'm putting my mask on to go to the grocery store. She's like, you don't need that. I'm like, who are you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just saw, I just saw Raleigh implemented today that you're now required to wear a mask. So I, I actually do hope they start doing some of that stuff because I feel like with the stuff coming out, I know the numbers have always like, it does feel like during this whole thing, it's been like the world's ending and then it's like, oh no, it's not that bad. There's been like no really like middle ground and that's been kind of the scary part. You flip on the TV and you're like, oh, this is it. Everybody pack up, say goodbye to your loved ones, it's it. And then it's like, oh no, we'll be open up. Disney World's opening up. Everything should be good. You know, like it's just crazy. Absolutely, I'm that's so I can agree. They were still on the daily press conferences. We wait for everyone to watch them, and then when it stops, then like you know, like all right, it's cool. Like except like for like or like home in the grocery store. Now you're like, I don't need to wear a mask. But as soon as you get in the grocery store and see everybody else wearing a mask, and like the speed guards up there wearing like the aisle, makes like oh shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Makes you way less anxious. Yeah. But. Yeah, we went. We went nine weeks without leaving this apartment. Wow! Wow! We in a very tiny one-bedroom apartment. Two <laughs> <laughs> the same one-bedroom bathroom apartment. Very stressful. Oh yeah, I believe it, man. I've got a, I've got my house, and it's already like I said. I said I've been saying since the beginning that there's like three things that can come out of this. Either it makes your relationship stronger, you have a kid. Or you definitely are breaking up, divorcing, whatever. Like, that's the three things of any relationship, couple, whatever, because, whew, it can be tough. I talked to in North Carolina. She was like, well, I know two things. They're going to come out with a grandkid or divorce. <laughs> 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 like, I'm going for a grandkid. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so, I know, uh, I hope that my. My cell phone is actually working. Right yeah, it looks, but, um, it looks better now. What'd you do? Did okay. you like reset the router? <laughs> uh, I did. I did. <laughs> uh, but, Trent, you mentioned how like y'all were in the house for nine weeks, and I know that you all were married last year. Like, what were a couple of things that you all have been able to do to kind of come together? You know, during this time to kind of just kind of lean on one another. Was it board games? Was it drinking games? Whether it was you know cards, cooking.
Yep, yep. <laughs> that is true. You have a couple of friends who are like, let's play this game. You do it. You do it. Yep. <laughs> well, I think, you know, I think there's a lot to be said for people who are introverts versus extroverts. Yeah. We get our energy off of other people. Introverts get them from, get their energy from people alone. So me and Trent are definitely opposite in that way. <laughs> so like in the beginning, I was so lonely, and he was here, obviously, but like my social energy was so depleted. So we really picked up on. Um, we found a virtual game box and we would game nights with friends and family. That was always fun. It's so funny. Like I would never ever say at the end of any day that like. My fun Friday night would be a virtual game night with the Lex Cop. Like that, <laughs> that's what that we look so forward to that at the end of the week. So I think that's how we compromised. The Trev was in heaven. Yeah, oh my yeah. God. <laughs> she was like, why? Not? <laughs> she was like, week two, like, pacing and like depressed and like laying in bed. I was like, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, like I said, I've been texting with Trent. I've done the same thing, video games. Like, with, with having a kid, it's it was hard to, you know, you've seen the basement. It's kind of hard to, like, play the long player Halos or Call of Duties just because you got to sit down here for a couple hours and play them. And so with me working from home, it was, uh, oh, okay, well, this is my lunch break. Why not go down to the basement? And like you said, you know, I think it's all it's important to have that separate time too. You know, me and Jerry have strong personalities, button heads a lot. Let her have her, you know, a couple hours. <laughs> have have her a couple hours sitting up, taking a nap on the couch or on the front porch. I'll come down in the basement, chill for a little bit, and then we can, you know, convene back at five o'clock on the front porch and hang out or whatever. But yeah, I've, you know, I, I've beaten. I said it last week on the pod. I, I beat, uh, you know, Zelda over again on the sixty-four. I beat Halos one through three. I beat the the Zelda on the Super Nintendo. So just. Been kind of doing that, and I and I would rotate. I would do different games and different days and all that kind of stuff to keep it interesting. So that's been kind of my my coping mechanism out of you know having to stay at home a lot. Duval, Jeeves. Yeah. Well, I, I'll, I'll kind of take a page out of that. So like I, I'm I'm not a huge gaming person, but um, I'm a huge fan of 2K. I've got Call of Duty, so that's been able to be beneficial. And then also, you know, Jacob, I have a PS2, so I've been playing Fight Night. I've been trying to figure that out. And then I also have, like, a couple of dynasties on my PS2. I have the old uh, NCAA college basketball and the uh, the NCAA baseball, which is really good you yeah. know, to, to have a dynasty with. I mean, those, those are, like, it's good because it's just like, wow, these are, like, ANTs on there. So it's like, you know what, I can play with ANT. <laughs> you know, of course, of course I kind of edit some of the players to make them halfway decent to get a, a decent schedule. But, um... But, you know, that's fun. Um, something else, and, and I know you talked about being an extrovert and introvert. So I'm an introvert. So, like, me being home by myself has been pretty good. Um, I, as Also, as an only child, I was able to kind of create fun as a kid. So, like, <laughs> like those, like, like, people had, like, Instagram Live, like, DJing the thing. So they were, like, DJing from their, like, basement. Like, I would get a kick out of that because I'm sitting around my house jamming, like, drinking and I'm like buzzed at like three in the afternoon <laughs> and I've had like four shots <laughs> off, of a, off of something on Instagram live and then also you know like I know um, you know Jacob but it, we've had like Zoom stuff and he said hey you want to hop on like a Zoom game or something like that you know so it's always good I thought I sent you one I swear we sent you one oh, oh well we'll get we'll get one going uh, this weekend then we hadn't. It's always it's tricky with us because it's like it's the gamble of with the with the toddler. It's like okay, we can cut loose and we may catch a buzz, but are we going to pay for it double time in the morning when he's up at six a.m. or whatever? So we pick and choose like uh, like we had Duval and Jeeves over the other night, social distance in the basement, played a couple video games, but it's like. You know, when you used to be able to, oh, let me just drink those 12 beers and feel fine. Even though you felt like ass the next day, you were okay. But now it's like, oh, let me stop at like nine and, and be cool with it. So. See, we do that. So you're going to be like, I invited 16 people. I said, you realize the game only holds eight. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that is. And that's the awkward one. I think we had that one time where it was like, it might have been Duvall who got booted out 
because it was one of those, like you said, we already had eight people. Duvall jumps in on the Zoom, and it's nine. It's like, oh, wait, uh, sorry, we, Duvall, we can't. <laughs> You gotta you gotta you gotta jump on early if you want that time slot. Yeah, yeah that's true. Jeez, what about go, go, No, go ahead, Stevie. Go ahead. I was saying I thought about the ball. We're going back to Carlton this weekend. It's probably not the best idea staying in a hotel, but we like we had to get out. Yeah. Pick the hotel that our reception was at. But we thought about Shoot. Yeah. We thought about all of you guys really, but we thought about the ball. Last time I saw the ball. <laughs> that rooftop. Yeah. Oh, I remember that because I had just did the uh the Cooper Bridge run and of course it was canceled this year and I was drunk shit. And I'm going around looking for y'all, and Trip's like, yeah, we're here. I get there, y'all are both real sauced up. Like, oh, hey, you know you mean us and our, like, 15 friends? <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair, it was my birthday. I <laughs> Jeeves, I know, Jeeves, you've kind of had it. You haven't really had a quarantine. I have. I yeah. Mean, I've been working. Yeah. <laughs> But you no, like I, I tell I tell people it's like I've only had little, legit like two days off during this whole thing. Yeah, I had Good Friday and I had Memorial Day. Yeah, besides the weekends, I don't count the weekends as days off because we're closed. Yeah, so like days off that we would be working would be Good Friday and Memorial Day. So I yeah. really haven't I really haven't been able to stay home, uh, buy any video game systems or anything <laughs> that been working. The Venmo is open. The Venmo is open. But yeah, so yeah, to, so Jeeves, you, like you said, you're you're still working, but like going into work, nothing's really closed down. But how has it kind of affected you in the sense of like? You know, have you, do you wear a mask when you go get groceries? Do you do all that? No? Oh. The only time I've had to wear one is to get a haircut. Okay. So you should throw that on for the you should throw that on for the, for the grocery store run too, Jeeves. Oh, oh. They don't make me wear one for the at work. Oh. And I, I have one in the truck, but they don't, I mean, don't pay you don't get paid for <laughs> yeah, he does. Trust me, we've That's been true. we've been down this road, man. <laughs> I shake my head. I'm like, I can't. Help. Can't help. You should have just adopted the quarantine look. Yeah. Just you know, you should have roughed it. I mean, I haven't seen my barber since March, and me and Jacob. I don't know which one of us is gonna get a haircut first. I've we're, never had this much facial hair on in my life. Yeah, we're we're doing like an unspoken challenge. Like yes, Duval yes. hasn't got a haircut yet, I haven't got a haircut yet, and I think we're just kinda of like quietly challenging each other of who's gonna get one first. He said he's gonna possibly get one for his birthday, which is what, August twenty ninth. August twenty ninth. So I've actually it's kinda of, like I said, Jerry Anna's usually always puts the pressure on me to get my hair cut. <laughs> So now that the barbers were all closed, I was like, hey, this is the perfect time just to let it go. Now, I did trim up the beard because I didn't want to be looking too homeless. But I have – this is probably like the longest because I think that me and Luke got it, got ours cut like right before they shut everything down, maybe like a week or two before. So I haven't done that either. But I'm interested to see how long I can take it. I was on the other side of Luke. I don't want to get my hair cut because I'm cheap bastard. I'll get my hair cut for four months. And it was right on that four-month side where you get it cut. Like, literally, I put my hat on my hair was over my eyes. I feel you. I feel you. They made him wear his mask, or actually, he actually went to the haircut place without his mask, even though he's a mask person. Well, I was like, how are they going to cut around my mask? And I'm going to have an awkward conversation about that. Yeah. 
see, I, I wanted to wait until they, they, you know, shake the rust off before I even go. I wanted to get back into a good groove because I didn't want none of that accidental. I was hoping they were desperate and wanted really good tips. They were trying to. That's fair enough. That's the opposite. That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have I have noticed like you know we've gone to a couple breweries and we did uh, go on a beach trip a couple weeks ago and we were at Myrtle which a lot of places just started outbreaking. Luckily we just stayed in the house, cooked in the house, didn't go out or anything. You know, family we just stayed with family. But I've noticed the service industry they've kind of stepped their game up a little bit. A because I know they haven't they've probably been all on unemployment, so they need to make a little bit more money coming off unemployment, but. You know, we were just out at some place. Uh, every place we've gone, it seems like everybody's on their P's and Q's, making sure they get that tip, making sure they're doing everything right because, you know, money can be tight out here. Yeah, and I'll say for us, we make sure that if we do go, whether it's takeout, we usually don't dine in places. So yeah. We'll, we'll dine out on their patios. We are, I mean, we're making sure we tip. I mean, we tip 50%. Like, we know. Yeah. Yeah, you're saving, yeah. adopted a, a, a pizza Friday so we've hit different places locally local places around and done you know tried their pizza out every Friday even when we were coming back from the beach a couple weeks ago we stopped at a brewery and they had a pizzeria in the brewery and we went ahead and just ordered a pizza there and, and took it and ate it as our as we drove home so that's been kind of cool to do something like that like you said try to get back to the community and it's just if some of these places you never thought to try it's good to try them out and see, oh wow, that's actually really good. Like we finally tried a spot that's right next to the food line up the street. And I've been telling Jerry, hey, this is good stuff. I bet you we need to try it. And she was like, no, no, no. Then we finally kind of forced ourselves to try it. And she was like, oh dang, I should have listened to you. That was good pizza. I was like, I tried to tell you. So. So, so Jacob, are the Charlotte breweries like open pretty much now? Have they reopened? Um, I would say about seventy to eighty percent are open with like limited capacity. So I think they can only put like 50% of what their normal occupancy is. And then most of them, that the ones we've gone to, they've got tables spread out and they're cleaning and making sure, like we actually just stopped by a place today and the tables are spread out. They wanted you to wear a mask and order only from one spot when you were ordering the beer. Obviously when you're drinking the beer, you can take the mask off. And, um, and you... Yeah, <laughs> I almost did. Like when I, when I asked for two two uh, the tasters, I almost went up with the taster. I had the mask on. I was like, "Oh wait, nope." <laughs> but but they you know they don't want you to move any tables. They don't want you to have parties of like eight or more sitting together, or even be like if you if you had a big group going in. So you know, but there are still some that are just open for pickup. You know, just to drive by and get a a, a crowler or a growler or a four pack or something like that. But. Yeah, everything – the bars are supposed to be closed, but 
I keep seeing social media posts where it seems like they're all open, and I'm like, we're, we're never getting rid of this corona, man. These people are going crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Atlanta, Atlanta strip clubs open. So, uh, oh well. Yeah. At the beginning of this, a lot of the bars were trying to, you know, they had all these kegs. And even some of the breweries were trying to get rid of the beer, sell it, because the beers they're normally selling, no one could come in. So like a, like Sugar Creek did, their their kegs were 50% off. And then, yeah, exactly. And then like a lot of bars were doing, coming in, and you could get, you know, fill up one of your growlers for $5. Now it would be like Mick Ultra or Miller Lite, but... They'd rather do that than the keg's going to spoil because there's no one coming in sitting at the bar. So that was also interesting as well to get those kind of deals. So. That's funny. They were really like, you could get like a 32 ounce one where they put Serrano around it and stick a straw in it. That's how it. And you wait for your food and they give you nothing to go. And walk home carrying a 32 ounce one. Yeah. <laughs> Fair times, y'all. Very few times. Yeah. Now, you know, this is a. Did did the did the burning down of the Wendy's happen near you guys this weekend? Yeah, less than a mile away. Wow. Oh, uh. Me and Trent uh, on Friday night, we decided as a couple we were going to take like a, a phone, social media, and news hiatus for a day. <laughs> <laughs> Like I said, we're witnessing we're witnessing textbooks. Like you said, Trent Trent was the old history teacher. You're kind of witnessing a, a, a circle back to some times long ago, but it is it's wild to see it. But it's it's about time something's been something's got to change. I mean, system that was going on ain't working. So, not to bring everybody, you know, I know to bring it down, but I feel like someone would be like, how could you let them live in Atlanta and not at least bring up the Wendy's burning kind of thing? I know we don't have to get all into 
everything. We touched a little bit on it last week, but we'll go back to the more of the happier times and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, I was going to say that it's very interesting. You know, things are well, things
straight from two people living right there in the heart of Atlanta. So, yeah. like LeBron James and Dwayne Wade are drinking wine rather than the bush light you might be drinking right now? What if I told you I'd be willing to give you $50 in free wine to find out? High quality wine is both enjoyable and easier on your body. So if you've been thinking about trying some good quality wine, but you're not really sure where to start, you're stuck in the house and looking for some entertainment, or you're already a wino and looking to try something new, I've got a great idea for you. Scout Circle allows you to have a variety of of wines that are cleanly crafted and handpicked by a level 3 sommelier automatically shipped to your doorstep at your desired frequency. All the wine inside will be in, will be free of any chemicals or added sugar that you'll see in most wines in the store and they'll have the lowest possible amount of sulfites included. So you can forget about the beer bloat while you're drinking or the headache the next day that won't come with the highest quality of wine out there. And each box comes with fun facts to teach you about the wine that you're drinking and you'll, and about the small vineyard that you're helping to support. Plus, if you're still hesitant, all the wine in your box will come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you're unsatisfied with a bottle for any reason, just let me know and I'll replace it for you with the same one or any other wine on my site at equal or lesser value. To sign up, just head to my Instagram at wineunderthebridge and click the link in my bio. If you have any questions when you get there, just send me a DM. I'll be happy to help. New members that sign up for this program before the end of May will receive $50 in free wine credits when they receive their third shipment to use on any additional bottles that you left. So head over to at Wine Under the Bridge on Instagram and eliminate the guesswork while trying something new and fun with your family or friends. A glass of wine a day will keep your beer good away. Cheers! All right, yeah, Stevie, Stevie, I think uh, I think I know what video you're talking about where they got caught in between two, like yeah. the cops caught them in between and shot the tear gas and all that stuff. Yeah, that was that was wild, and and I do, I do remember seeing that video that night. We were actually up, and I remember people, you know, uh, on social media as it's happening, and you're just like, what in the world? And then just the immediate CMPD denying it, but then they finally went in and. And did an investigation, which who knows what that'll turn up, but. Yeah, because that looked like it. it was like bad coordination where, like, the police fucked up both sides of the street. Yeah. And I'd be like, no, no. And then they're like breaking into the park and getting out. I was like, oh, this is bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to see a city. It's hard to see. And I'm, you know, I've lived in the street. It's hard to see. It was hard to see Charlotte go through that. Yeah. And people are, it's a wartime. Yeah. You know? Shot out from the top of the parking desk. Yeah. And that was hard to see. So. Yeah, like I said, I think it just needs to be the, the demilitarization of the police. I mean, I don't think they need all the all the, the guns that looks like they're going to war. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing is to do all that. So, and I think I saw something funny. It was on, in a way, that made light of the situation on social media. It was like, so you're telling me it's assault with a deadly weapon if I throw tear gas or shoot tear gas at the police. So what should it be if you're shooting the tear gas at me? You know what I mean? Like, you know, and that's kind of where we've got to get to and hold these cops accountable and kind of, you know, make sure they're not getting away with some of this stuff. So I agree. And that was the same thing with the Atlanta thing. Like, you know, they shot Char Brooks for trying to chase them, but they were trying to chase him. Yeah. And, like, what is your deadly force? What is that justified by at that point? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And he was trying to just do the right thing. He was, he had had too many drinks. He wanted to sleep off in his car. I see no issue with that. 
And then it starts this whole, like you said, and then it goes down and you're just like, how in the world after what had just happened a couple weeks before, what was still going on, does, how, do, how does this happen again? You know, it's, so, and that's like I said, it's got to be some kind of, refer, uh, you know, jumpstart something different, uh, re- reformation or something with all these police departments. Yeah. So, all right, well, we'll get to some lighter stuff. So it is now, Jeeves, are you ready? Yep. It is now the uh, Warehouse Distillery, <laughs> Escape 109, Wine of the Bridge, Triple Whammy Sauce Notebook. I sent Trent and Stevie pages from the notebook. You guys, just go ahead, take a little bit of time. You can look through it, pick your question. Remember, whatever question you do ask and pick, you have to answer yourself as well. And while you're looking through those... Yeah, well, sorry, man. Can only, you know, can only do it so well. So good. <laughs> but... I'll say, uh, what was it, Duval? Which uh, which logo did you say you liked the best? Uh, the last one that kind of had the like beard going. Yeah, uh, so I think it was like the fourth one that you put in the image. Okay. Um, I really like that one. You know, and you know, for the first time, man, out of two hundred and what four episodes, yeah. I feel like I can relate because I have a beard. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, uh, for the first time, man, for the, the guy that always never had a beard. Thing, yeah, it's just weird, man. So, so yeah, but, you, but yeah, great job. Do you think you'll think you'll keep some of it even after the barbers and you finally get a cut? Or are you going clean shave? Um, I'm gonna tell you, I, I think what I'm gonna do is, is once I get a clean cut, I think I'm gonna keep it and have him cut it down and shape it up. Yeah, and see how I like it, and then I might keep it for a couple of weeks and then I'll just cut it. But I feel like I gotta keep it during the winter months. So that's true. There you, you go. Know, and, and, and the thing is, is it's going to be sound crazy, but I was also thinking, like, I mean, the way it's looking with my job, I don't think that I'll be going back into the office the rest of the year. Yeah. So because of that, it's a strong possibility that I might just say, you know what, when I go into barbershop, I'm going to say, hey, man, you don't have to cut anything off. Just shake it up. And I might just say the heck with it and just let it grow and see how it looks, you know. And, of course, I don't have a problem putting the hat on the rest of it. Cover it up. But, <laughs> I mean, I, I, don't, I don't. I don't think. I know we've talked about it. I don't know the next time I'll be able to have it on my head. You know, as, <laughs> as, as, as I mean, I, as a twenty-year-old, I was able to do it in college, nineteen. But now, a little bit. I, I just can't do it. I mean, I could, and I could have it look nice, but you know, nothing like the clean cut. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I've enjoyed it. I've embraced it. Yeah. What about internet? I feel like you walk onto an NFL team, be like, I'm in the time machine from the eighties. <laughs> All right, so do y'all have your question? Who wants to go first? All right. Oh, what OCD tendency? Wait, don't take my question, though. He's going to have to pick another one. We didn't coordinate on. Here we go. All right, well. Nine weeks inside quarantine was like this. <laughs> All right, so I'll go. I'll go. Okay. What do you have? Read it again. What? What OCD tendency do you have? You know what OCD is, Jeeves? Yes, I know what OCD okay. is. Okay, just making sure. Just making sure. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the easiest one off the top of my head right now is uh, switching the toilet paper roll. It's making sure it's like when you're finished with it, one, replace that thing. Don't just sit on the back of the commode, especially if you live at the house. And then even if you're at your friend's house or somebody's house and, and they have a roll in the back of the commode and you ro- use it all, they're not going to be mad at you if you just put it on the put it on there for them. But, and I'm, and I'm cool with it. If, if somebody does that and it's like a party or something, I'm cool with it. But I am big on making sure like it goes over and not under. Big on that when you replace a toilet paper roll. Yeah. That's just the quick. I don't I don't really have any O C D tendencies. Jeeves, I don't know what Jeeves Jeeves just looks like. I don't have I don't have a supporter. 
I would I would think maybe your haircuts, your hairstyle. You don't ever switch your hairstyle up. You always get it buzzed. You always is clean. Is that considered an OCD though? I mean, it's just a tendency. It's not like. <laughs> yeah, we're not diagnosing you. We're just saying like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just like. I'm just saying, it's like, I mean, that's how I've always got the haircuts so I just go with. That, I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, we're not a doctor. I'm not a doctor here. I'm just saying that could be something. Something that you, you know, OCD, you have to have right every single time. It, it wigs you out, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, so you have to do it. It has, it has to be a routine. You yeah. Have to have something you have to do. Like, if you disagree, that's not an OCD. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> We'll put it up as a Twitter question. Does Jeeves, do you think Jeeves has an OCD tendency? <laughs> uh, um, I think the only one that I, I think the one that I have is uh, doing something every day as far as like active work, like running or jogging. Because I can tell you, like anytime, like like if it rains, like I, I'll sit. Like this is gonna sound crazy. Like I'll get dressed and I'll find. I'm like this. I just need like ten minutes for not rain, so I can like run through my neighborhood and get some type of some type of active workout because I feel like I can't. I feel off. Like anytime I don't do anything all day, I feel off. So I think I think it would be some type of active, whether it's running through the neighborhood, jogging, like working out, fitness, something. I gotta have something. That's so good, Javal. Yeah. So like when he drinks from a Swan flu hit, and then we just stopped putting beer in cups. Side of working from home is I feel like it's very hard to like ever take time off, you know what I mean? Because you feel like you're kind of slacking a little bit because, like you said, you take those extra long lunch breaks, you're not in the office, so you can't necessarily, you know, you could just be in your pajamas, you're kicking it, watching a movie, whatever. Um, and I feel like I've had to catch myself, especially like if I it is my day off, to be like, look, I'm not gonna look at my email on my phone or my computer because I'm trying to give my family my time or at least step away so I don't drive myself crazy. But yeah, no, I've, that's been one of my difficulties with working from home is always trying to like make sure you're there and, and, and that the work knows that you're thinking about them and, and you're being important and you're there so they don't, you know, they don't let you go, right? Don't yes. Me. Yes, I'm yes. Not underworking 
Yeah. Things like work from home is like, oh, I have to give me. Said, but it will eat you alive because you have no boundaries. But always have to work. Yeah. Think you're working because they don't see what I struggle with for freaking ever. It's like ten o'clock at night. So I'm answering it. Like, I don't have to do that. Yeah. Never do that. Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel you on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, been, it's definitely been an interesting balance of figuring out that because I've never really I work from home like. A little bit when I've called in, like, and used a sick day before, or like we had snow here and they'd make us work from home and stuff like that. But this extensively, I never have. And it's been an adjustment. It's been, like I said, it hasn't been as bad as some have said, but I can imagine if it's like, Trent, you've been doing it for a couple years. After a while, like you said, you got to get up and walk around the block or like switch up your routine and try to, you know, so you don't just end up talking to that picture on your wall for a whole two hours because you haven't seen anybody in the office because there is no office. So. Yeah. She's like, why are you answering the best? I don't know that. Yeah. All right. Trent, did you find another question? I cannot read. Read that one. I can't read that. All I see is, are you at least. You can pull back on that one, but that is an interesting question that I think I want to say it was probably Gavin who put that in there because he likes to get all oh, messy. Gavin always likes to spice it up. Does the one above it the same writing says, Do you think there should be a spot for wide NBA? <laughs> Do you think there should be affirm- affirmative action for Whitey in the NBA? I said that one also. Yeah. <laughs> It's like you let drunk people write this thing. Yeah, right, right. Hey, that's what happens down in the basement. Well, yeah. This one that I kind of get it says, "What is your desert island album?" What? What is your what desert is album? Album. What is your desert, desert island? island yeah. Album. Like, if you were stuck on a desert island, what album would you want? Like, if you had one album to choose. Oh, oh, like, okay, okay, okay. I'll think my photo album. I'm like, I'm born. <laughs> do you want do you want to do that question, Trent? Yeah, I like that. Okay. Alright. So uh that's a good one though. What is your desert island album? You only have one? Yeah. You get one. The pro the problem with it is no matter what. You're going to get annoyed with it because anything you listen to a bazillion times, you're going to get annoyed no matter how good it is. But. I guess I'll go. I think that it, it would take a lot for me to get irritated with it, though. I would probably do the Kanye graduation. Okay. That'd probably be it. All right, that's not a bad. That's not a bad choice. Yeah, it's not a bad one. I would. I would like to say you know Eric Church's uh, Carolina or Sinners like me, but I feel like if I was on a des- des- uh, desert island and deserted, I'd just like make myself super depressed even more thinking about all the people I miss back home. <laughs> so I like. I like where Duvall's heads at. Where you might want something like to keep you up and going. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because you still got a couple of songs in there that can get you going to go make a kill for the day. Exactly. That's, so yeah. Really, you know, you got you to gotta get through it, you know. Put you to sleep, too, on it. You know, that's so true. Like, okay, this, I put the sleep on that. So I want to get this out, right? Oh. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, I have one of the songs. I've listened to you want to go get the Kanye album? You want the album? No, 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 
no, no, no. He's trying to get he's trying to get the oh, name of the album he wants yeah, right. Right. Oh, I want to say I've heard the album. <laughs> the album that I want. Yes. I want to say correct because I have the song on my phone. I don't want to get it wrong. Okay, what is it? It is. Why y'all gonna do all that? <laughs> Put that Jeopardy music on. You know what? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Trent. Oh, spot. I'm going to go with Jimmy Buffett's greatest hits. Actually, that's not a bad idea, Trent. We just we, we actually did the one spot we checked out at the beach was the old Margaritaville in Myrtle Beach. On the way out of town, and that's all they that's all they play is that same shit over and over. <laughs> oh. So that's actually that's not a bad that's not a bad answer either. I like that answer. That's a good one. Because again, at least it's like beachy music, so yeah. The rest of society is long, not me. That's true. <laughs> what is it, Jeeves? Alright, mine is uh Kendrick Lamar's to pimp a butterfly. <laughs> This is what came to mind after hearing Duvall and Trent. I'll go with something like the jock jams, all the sports joints. You know what I mean? Just constantly you throw that thing on, like you say, get ready to hunt. Let me go. Yeah. So I'll go with jock jams. Soundtrack you listen to when B outside got rained out. Yep. Yeah. Yep. 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 All right, Stevie, what you got? You guys are gonna like it, but I have to turn that I can mesh on a normal DVD. Okay. Nothing more. A CD? <laughs> 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 so I would pick a sublime greatest all hit without cast from the nine. Okay. Alright. That that not bad. Not bad. Okay. Stevie, I appreciate you stopping through. Thank you. Yeah. How was uh Trent? I know you've been on before, but Stevie, how was your first podcast experience here? No, oh, easy breezy. You guys are amazing. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. And uh, you're a good moderator. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. And hopefully we can uh we can we can figure out a a, a Zoom or something kind of video game or something. Hey, you guys want to do Jackbox out of this? <laughs> but uh, maybe maybe like Friday or Saturday, Trent. I'll shoot you a text, see if we can figure something out, do a Jackbox, and get that going. But yeah, any 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 final thoughts? Yeah, good talk. I thought it was very good. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And oh, here's my final thought. Oh. oh. Oh no! Oh no! Woo! Doesn't understand. Um, yeah, 
That's right. She just that is true. Yeah. She just put up yeah, she just put up a Falcons jersey. You can save that when I take the photo, you can put it up there for you too. But yeah. So everyone who's listening. So Jacob, just for that, make sure you she comes back on episode two eighty three. Ooh. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, I appreciate it. Y'all stick around after I stop so we can take our photo for Instagram and all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, as I, I was going to start adding the, these podcasts. Survive in advance. But, uh, Duvall, how do we send it out? Peace.